Welcome back, guys, to One Drink In. This is episode 20. Holy 20. Shit. Okay, any new updates in your life, Chloe? None. None. I'm just going to say this. I have a very refreshing feeling, and that is all. Refreshing feeling? Yep. You know, sometimes you just meet good people, and they are refreshing to interact with. We love that. Yep. We had a hell of a weekend. I think we had a pretty good weekend. What do we do? We that insane rooftop. Oh, yeah. We wow. Finally, we finally went out in Chicago, and we went to – I went to Joy District for a drink. And that was fun. I'm excited for clubs to be open again. Oh, yeah. People are going to lose their fucking minds. So they've been saying that this next this next decade that we're going into is going to be called the Whoring 20s. Not confused <laughs> with the Roaring 20s. Pretty much everybody, this is a PSA. Be ready to be naked at all times. Everyone's horny. Everyone's ready to date. People have been holding back on relationships because of COVID, and people are going to lose their damn minds. So yeah, what was the article you sent me? What were they saying in it? Okay, I stumbled across this article the other day about that I was kind of blown away by. Apparently, there are going to be a lot of orgies happening. Okay. There is actually a company that they do like orgy vacations and swinger vacations. I was very confused by it. Really? I did not know that was a thing. Okay. Sorry, we're coming in hot. And people are very open to it. Like, that was the one thing that people said, I'm super open to experimenting, to trying new things. Even if they were in a relationship? Married people. When married, like, single, everybody's open to new opportunities and experiences. Okay, so no more vanilla sex. No more vanilla sex. So I'm just going to say, keep an open mind. I think everybody would probably agree. Everybody's pretty open-minded about everything opening back up. Yeah, that's what I said. What does hot girl summer mean to you? Hot girl, oh, P.S. 60 days until time to be in a bikini. 60 days. We got to get it together. Yeah. I'm going to backtrack because oh, okay, okay. in this article that I read, yeah. apparently this couple in Philly decided that you know, they wanted to experiment. They wanted to try new things. And they sent out a mailer or a flyer and said, hey, if you guys are interested, we want to have an orgy party. Oh, within days, 80 people responded. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Question though. Be selective with who I'm sending that to. Oh yeah. I'm not sending um, it out to the whole neighborhood. Right. I'm not like, like I'm handpicking. Welcome. Like handpicking no, who's coming. No. Yeah. You can handpick everybody that comes. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So everybody's horny. Welcome to the whoring twenties, everyone. Whoring 20s. I feel like hot girl summer is for giving zero fucks. If someone is pissing you off, they're done. They're out. You don't put your energy towards anything. Like that's like hot hot girl summer to me is like you are doing whatever you want Mm -hmm. and you don't give a fuck. Like there's no hesitation. If you want to go talk to a guy at a bar, like you're going. Yeah. Like someone isn't giving you the attention that you need. You're either voicing it or you're gone. Super vulnerable. Like we have no time to waste on peasants. (laughs) I have to learn how to like get some game back over here I feel like I had a full roster at one point and now my game is really you gotta get back out there especially on dates me having one-on-one time with someone used to be great and now I'm kind of like sitting here twiddling my thumbs like okay I hate being the awkward person well one I don't think you're awkward I think that's there's no way (laughs) 
I feel like you would be great on a date. I also don't mind silence. Yeah. And I think some people really hate if there's silence, like on FaceTime or at dinner. Like, I think it's perfectly fine to have a little bit of silence, a conversation. What's your, like, go-to question that you're going to pull out of your ass? Oh, my God. I feel like when you're on a date and there's a pause and you're like, what's the random ass question that you're going to ask? Oh, my gosh. Let me think. Like, it depends if I'm, like, trying to be appropriate or if I'm, like, you've already had two drinks. (sighs) I've had two drinks. I'm on a date. And you like this guy and you're vibing with him and you just want to ask him something that's so off the wall just to see how he responds. What are you going to ask him? But I think my new go-to question is going to be, I saw this somewhere and now I'm going to use it, is if you could smoke a joint with anyone, dead or alive, who would it be? Okay. Assuming that they smoke weed. Well, okay. If you could smoke with anybody, dead or alive, who would it be? Are you asking me? Yeah. Dolly Parton. Dude, I love Dolly Parton. I'm obsessed with Dolly Parton. I have an obsession with her. She's so hot. Her and Cher. Yes, her and Cher. They're both so badass. I love Dolly. I want to feel her boobs. Yeah. I know that's sexual harassment, but like, I feel like they are very They're hard. probably, I feel like they're like rock solid. Totally. Like it would make a noise if you hugged her. Like it would make a plastic noise if you hugged her. Yeah. I feel like she's definitely. I hope that happens for me someday. Having rock hard boobs. Yeah. And people can feel them when they hug me. Can guys tell? No. They look at them and they're very, really confused. They're like, hmm. Do they ask if they're real? Because if you have to ask, like, you have your answer. You don't ask somebody if they have real or fake boobs. But, but has do. someone, has any, has like a guy ever asked? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. I'm not like offended by it. I'm no, like, I wouldn't be. It's like the puzzle on their face. Like they're thinking it, but they aren't. They don't want to say it. No, and I don't say anything, obviously, because I wanted natural, and that's what I got. You know? I think I want to get them. I've been thinking about it more. It it was the best purchase I've ever made, by far. And I wanted to do it when I was 18, and my parents wouldn't let me. They're like, God made you beautiful. And I'm like, I appreciate that, but I want to do this for me. Yeah. And then I decided to get them on my own. No, really, for my happiness, like, it's nothing. You got them in Indiana, right? Yeah. Fuck. If anyone knows a good person in Chicago, let me know. Dude, it was a no-brainer, and I wish I would have got it sooner. Literally 10 of my girlfriends went and got them afterward. Everyone's so happy. You never have to wear a bra. You always have hard nipples. It's a win-win. The only thing, my only hesitation is the recovery. I got them on a Monday, and I was at a concert by Friday. Really? Mm-hmm. But you do have to have somebody help you for a little while because that's it, what I, yeah. Like, depending on, like, they put mine underneath my pec muscle. And so it, like, stretches out your pec. And because I was a gymnast, I had really strong pec muscles. And you don't realize mm-hmm. you use them for everything, like buttoning your pants. You yeah. Your pants. It's impossible. You have to sleep setting up. But honestly, again, best decision I ever made. I was so happy. And they finally drop within, like, six months to a year. So but the recovery now oh, is God. so much faster. Okay. I'm going to get them. <laughs> like, I'm so happy. I couldn't recommend it enough. You just have to be careful. Like, I wouldn't go big. There's going to be, you know, there can be, what do they call it? <laughs> when something goes wrong. Oh, complications. So complications. So my girlfriend actually had a rupture. The yeah, that's the other. Mm, the yeah. week I got mine, she had a leak in hers from a different doctor. And she had asked me like, where are you going? Where are you going? And I was like, oh, I'm going to Turkle. And she actually went into a surgery with my doctor before I even 
went into the surgery. And she didn't tell me until way after because she's like, I didn't want to freak you out. Yeah. Because she woke up one morning and her boob was just gone. Can you imagine? I would be freaking out. I've definitely had like freak outs where like the altitude has changed a little bit and one has been definitely smaller than the other and it has freaked me the fuck out. Wait, what kind is it? I have saline, which I don't even know if they do saline anymore, to be honest. Like, What's saline, the, what do people get now? Honestly, I don't know. I think okay. gummy, there's like multiple different like high profile ones. I mean, I got these 10 years ago. Okay. Those next time, next time you see me, I'm going to have a just going together. You want to? Yeah. I'll get a nose okay. job on in there too. Perfect. Now we can be twins, but I need a, we I need to find- look the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make us look identical. We'll be Stassi and Kylie. Yeah. I'm down for that. Okay. I want to talk about something that I realized recently that I think someone tried to do to me and I almost fell for the trap, but I got myself out and it's called love bombing. Have you heard of love bombing? No. What is love bombing? It's pretty much like a way that narcissists will manipulate someone (laughs) to make them feel like loved. And it's really just to like feed their own egos. You've never heard of this term? Okay. No, I'm listening. Okay. I don't know if it's ever happened to you, but it's like when, I guess like signs of it. So this would be like a red flag when you meet someone. And I've said this before that a red flag to me is like someone who's like super obsessed with you super early on, but I didn't realize it was like equivalent to that it was pretty much love bombing okay some signs are really grand gestures okay saying like I love you too early okay just rushing things or moving too quickly and it's all these things that kind of make you feel really secure with the person and it makes you almost feel like you need them so you're becoming that way no do you make do you tell people you love them like right away and get obsessed and buy them things and you're right <laughs> we're not what do you- you're getting you're getting like a hundred percent like attention from them yeah I mean I think it's a next level yeah you're right we don't. <laughs> like, like you're trying to like like you're rushing a relationship it. okay yeah got it okay Whoa. It's, it's almost like an overwhelming amount of attention it's like a, I don't want to mess this up I want like I want to be with this person and I want to give them one like 120 and smother them with love it's but it's almost like okay they're so overwhelming to you with all these crazy things so that you like them they want you to want them and like them but then a lot of times then after you get attached to them they'll devalue you discard you and move on to someone else but then you're like obsessed with them so then you're like wait what the fuck just happened i thought they loved me i thought they wanted to do this if they had been like saying all these things rushing into it yeah hey, I want you to like me. I'm going to mm-hmm. do all these things to win you over. And then once I win you over, I'm just going to like, okay. I'm yeah. And it's so they can feed their own ego. They just want to be like, this person needs me and wants me. Ew. I know. Oh, and they like, kind of like, push a relationship on you when you're not ready. Okay. That's a hard no for me. So if somebody says, I love you really quick, it, but for the record, you aren't into it or you are into it. You are into it because you think like, you think like they're making you feel like special. Okay. So like, it depends. Like you might not notice it right away or you might not like realize it because you're falling into the trap. But that to me is like a red flag. If someone's doing all these things, then you should be like, okay, this is not normal. I mean, what kind of things are they buying you? 
Okay, so that was like the one thing that was like, well, I mean, can we make an exception to the gift giving rule? But like, we've definitely taken vacations with people. Well, that's what I'm saying. The last person that I was kind of whatever, I think he was doing this to me. Trying to buy your affection, essentially. And not even just buying it, but it's like they're saying these things. They're making you feel really special. I feel like we've all experienced something like that in some way, shape or form. And like maybe we thought like, oh, this is the type of person that's actually ready to have a relationship. Whereas like, I think if they're ready to have a relationship, they'll take it slow. And they'll respect your boundaries if you're not ready to be like, because I mean, we've all had those relationships that move super fast and super hard and they're almost toxic. You know? I mean, I don't know if you have, but. 100%. But that to me now is a big red flag. I did. Yeah. I I thought I was equally into it and he was equally into it. And I was like, this is great. Like this is moving at a great pace. Like their end was moving a lot faster than my end. Yeah. Do you think people, so flip the role here. Do you think people know if they are love bombing? Yeah. So like. Someone who's like manipulative. Super affectionate with people super early and they'll like do everything to compensate for that relationship. I want to take a trip. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to make, like, they see this picture perfect human. Yeah. And they're like, I want to do anything and everything I can to make this work because you are my ideal in game Milu and I want everything around this to work. So I will do anything that you want. I will be a simp and also win you over. I think it just depends the timing. If it's like right away, they're doing all this stuff. It is like a little too much. I would say that's a red flag to me. Yeah, I would agree. I know it stems from boosting your ego, but like there's something a little bit deeper there. Why do they feel the need to have their ego boosted? Being other than like self-love maybe. Right. They don't, they can't be alone with themselves or they. Yeah. I don't know exactly why the person doing it would, what their motive is besides the ego. But I think people fall victim to it because maybe they're insecure about something or they are seeking validation and then they have it from this person who's giving them everything and that sense of security. I don't know. So everybody should run from the love bobbing or at least communicate how you feel because then that ends really ugly. Then you're attached to this person once they pull back. Yeah. They're uninterested now. Now you're attached to them. And you're questioning like, well, they told me that they loved me, like blah, blah, blah. And that just makes you feel like shit when you're like. Especially if your words of affirmation that messes with any of our heads. If someone says and they say certain things like that, then you're like, great. I got that validation and words of affirmation. Like you said those words to me. It's not something you joke about. So mm-hmm. I'm going to take this very seriously, but it's very confusing on your end when you do yeah. this happen to you. And then they leave and you're like, okay, cool. Now what? I think that if you're dealing with someone who's doing this to you, you have to either try and communicate with them and set boundaries and make sure that they can respect that you're not trying to rush into things and just communicate with them. And then if they're not, I think that's your red flag is if they won't respect that. That's so interesting though. If you're dealing with this, you're supposed to try and refuse the gifts or let them know the gifts make you uncomfortable. That's like one thing they say, but I'm like, wait, fuck, I want the gifts though. (laughs) That's like my toxic me coming out. If someone is sending you gifts and you're accepting them, then that means that you're saying this is okay. I had a girlfriend tell me that once because, uh, long story, but I was getting gifts at work from someone like frequently and they were really thoughtful gifts and I thought it was the cutest thing ever. But they're like, Chloe, he likes you and you're, you don't like him, but you're accepting the gift. It's okay that he's sending you flowers that are quote unquote from the dog. Like, oh, 
that's okay. Which was adorable. And I'm like such, maybe my love language is gifts. I don't know. I'm not really a materialistic person, but I think it's, it's cute. You really need to bite your tongue and you need to give it back. And I think the other thing that love bombers want to do is they like just knowing that they have you kind of. Yeah. And that they've now wrapped you in and they kind of have you at their disposal. I don't love that. No. But I think I almost kind of fell into that. And then I, but I was hesitant because I was a little weirded out how quickly things were going and how intense things were going. And I think that was maybe my gut feeling telling me like, okay, something's a little off here. As much as this is really fun and I like it because you're doing all these fun things and there's gifts and travel, whatever. But then when it's moving so quickly yeah, and then all of a sudden things change, you're like confused, but it's like, okay, no, this was just their manipulation you're kind of tactic. Still, you're hanging out with them kind of. So yeah. when things do change, even whether it's from the um, love bombing or it's, say you're hanging out with someone and there's not like any specific... Like you're not hanging out like on a weekly basis, but it's kind of like every now and then. At what point do you like cut it off because you're at the disposal at that point, right? I'm going to bring him in and out, but nobody actually wants to like pursue it. When do you cut it off? And, or do you just let it fizzle or do you have the conversation? Well, like love bombing or not, just to refer to at your disposal. It's like somebody texts you and they're like, let's hang out. It's a Friday. They haven't really talked to you throughout the week and you're just kind of at their disposal. At what point? Well, it depends what you entertain that or you. Yeah. I think you have to decide what you, what your expectations are for that relationship with that person and what you've set with them. Like if you guys are just hook up friends, whatever, and that's what you guys do. What if you didn't set anything? Then you have to decide, are you going to be hurt by this? Is it going to upset you if you're just this person's weekend booty call? Or do you not care and that's what you both are to each other? Yeah, I guess at that If you like the person and that's all they do, well then, no offense, they don't like you. They just want to hook up with you on Friday night. (laughs) So maybe take the hint. But But if you've had conversations where you both kind of like each other, but then their communication isn't matching up. That's the thing. I don't care what someone says. I think that if you like the person, then have that conversation and tell them. Because if you're just going, if, if neither of you guys are having that conversation, but then you'll occasionally talk, then okay, what's the, what's the point? But if you actually like the person, then let them know. Mm-hmm. Because wouldn't you rather know that they're not into you and then move on than like mm-hmm. going back and forth and you have no idea what this is? I would say don't do that like the first week of meeting them. Like, this is like, okay, what is this? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's probably what I would say. I don't know. What would you say? I don't know. I'm just, I've had a lot of reflecting lately on, I need to be more transparent. If I actually like someone, I need to voice it. It doesn't have to be, I'm in love with someone, but if Mm -hmm. I am interested in them, I need to tell them that so I can set the expectation early and like fully be vulnerable. Cause I've definitely had situations that I haven't been fully transparent with people and telling them, and I don't think it's, I'm afraid of rejection. I think I'm just afraid to lose that friendship, friendship. that, yeah, relationship, that person that's like in my life that brings a lot of value. I think you have to kind of read the room sometimes where it's like, okay, well, if they're not talking to me, then they, they don't, <laughs> they don't like me. Right. Like, speak louder than words. No. Yeah. And it sucks because like your ego gets in the way too. Cause you're like, well, maybe there's still a chance or no, but at the end of the day, if you really like someone, you're going to voice it. 
Yeah. But do you, are you, but are you going to voice it when they haven't? Who's going to be the first to voice it? I know. Like, why am I so timid to voice my opinion? I think maybe in the past, like the guy has voiced how they felt before and it's like, oh great. I feel that way too. Yeah. It's like, I need to maybe be the first one to speak up to say, you know what? This is, I don't want to freak you out, but this is how I feel. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's like casual ways to say it though, without it being like, hey, I like you and I, I want us to be dating and scare them away. And then like kind of like match, see what their energy is and match it. Are they giving you anything that is making you think that it's mutual, like the feelings are mutual? I feel like with those situations, it's like, I don't know what that would look like if I did move forward. And I, if I did move forward with it and I didn't like it, so I just kind of avoid it. Like you're yeah. like, oh, I'm actually invested in this. I want to move forward and see what happens. And then you move forward. You're like, oh, just kidding. I don't like it now. Yeah. Because my issue is I kind of, in my head, sometimes I feel like I will either overthink or like make the situation more than it is, but I don't actually even really like the person as much as I think that I would or do. Do you like their potential? Is that why? Maybe. I think I just get overly excited. The other thing is like, I love crushes. I love having a crush. Yeah, we all do. It's so fun. It's so fun. But then I'm like, do I actually like this person or am I just like building it up in my head and I, do I, I don't act- like post not clarity and then I'll be fine. Yeah. What's like something that's, what's like an ick that has happened for you that has been like, nope, you think you like a guy and then suddenly something happens and you're like, I have the ick. I mean, if I go to his apartment, like that is such a, wait, is ick a good thing or a bad thing? Ick is a bad thing. Like you get the ick for someone. Like the absolute worst feeling is, and if I ever get this, then I'm, it's done. There's no coming back from it, is if I'm hooking up with someone and I get the ick while we are hooking up. <gasps> like something, I don't know what it is, but, if, it but if that happens, it's done. I feel like the ick happens like late at night or early in the morning. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you like, see them in a light, you see them in a certain light. <laughs> if you go on a date, and you're like, okay, I'm vibing with this person. I'm going to have a drink or two, la, la, la. Everything's fine. You have the crush, right? You have the butterflies. This is fun. I really like this guy. And then maybe you hook up with him. And then typically that's going to be where the it comes. Mm-hmm. It's like at, at the hookup, after. Something they do. He pees the bed. He <laughs> Has that happened to you before? Because it's never happened to me. There was, okay, my sophomore year of college, there was like, three people. I'm not kidding you. Every person I hooked up with for some reason decides to pee the bed. There was like three people at least. So it like happened to me numerous times. I didn't even hook up with one of the guys and they peed my bed. I was like, why? What do these people do? I was like, I just have the worst luck right now. I mean, that's maybe equivalent to like a girl like getting their period. Period. No, because your whole mattress is soaked. Like pee, your sheets need to get washed. You get new sheets or or blood. You get. What would you do if a guy peed the bed? How do I even respond to that? I. It's the most annoying thing in the world because your mattress is wet and you have to put vinegar. Are you empathetic? Because you're just like, oh fuck. No. Peed the bed, or you're just like, get the fuck out of my house. I. I get the fuck out. I mean, I would be so embarrassed. Like, I feel so bad. I've that. never peed it. I've known girls who have, and I feel like the guys are always like, it's okay, don't worry. Like, it's I'll fine. Just get some newspaper down in the but, Right, but when a guy does it to a girl, it's like, this is disgusting. Get your shit together. Okay, but- it's like, always, like, drunk. Know, it's, like, drunk. They don't, they don't know that they're doing it. 
but it is really embarrassing. And the guys are always so embarrassed because that's like, mm-hmm. yeah, but like, okay, you start your period at a guy's place. Yep. That, I would say that sucks. We're girls. What do you want? You can't control your period. You can control how drunk you get and using the restroom. You're like, you're way beyond. You had way too much. Yeah. You the bed. It's not. Low. And it's like, you know that you're, this girl's going to be on her period and you still want to do it. If it gets on your sheets, it gets on your sheets. You, like, you're taking that risk. This is nature. Welcome. Yeah. But I mean, maybe that's just me being double standard and saying like, sorry guys, control your pee, girls, do whatever you want. (laughs) Also, I knew a guy who had a friend who peed the bed every single time they went out. The friend was fun, but the friend didn't live and he lived in the suburbs. And so he would come down and he would hang out. They would put him on the couch and he peed every single time, every weekend. And I'm like, how does this guy date people if he's peeing every single weekend? That's disgusting. Well, I heard it's a thing if you drunk pee once, if you're blacked out and you pee, then every time you drink, you pee if you don't go to the bathroom. Oh my God. Let's like, hope uh, it doesn't come back and bite us in the ass. I know. I don't think we really get like that. I think it's like blacked out, blacked out. I'm, I guess that's another flex. I've never actually been like total. I've been browned out. <laughs> oh, I have. I've been browned out. I cannot relate to that. You've never woken up and been like, black, black. what the fuck happened? It like is in pieces. I've never where like, I didn't remember anything. You know what it's I mean? never like, really? I get like brown or it's like, I'm really drunk. I like bits and pieces will be missing, but never to the point where like, I actually don't know anything that happened. I mean, I, I can't relate. Or like, I don't know that I'm functioning that way. You've never woken up in the morning and be like, I don't really remember that. I mean, there, it's like bits and pieces, but never like to the point you see people at parties that they're like, oh, that person's blacked out. They don't even know that they're alive right now. I have like a stopping point. All right, I'm really fucked up and I stop. Because then I make myself throw up. I know I'm so fucking lame. That was college me. I definitely brown out still, but whatever i mean i will say before my accident thousand percent more wild after it i definitely chilled out but yeah it was never like i i am a control freak if you went to ohio state you would black out maybe i i'm a control freak i purposely would make myself throw up so i sober up because i like to be at this like level of drunk and then once yeah. I start to feel like oozy, so I like sober up a little bit. Whatever. Shit happens. I'm going to talk about a situation, and I feel like maybe you've been in this before. So, okay. So I'm talking to a guy, like casual talking to someone who doesn't live here. Okay. I like him when I'm with him. Mm-hmm. We have fun, but like, we don't live in, even near each other. So it's like, is there a point? Yes, there's a point. You think? 100%. If you like the person and you're vibing with them and you enjoy company with them, you just keep going at it. I, I know where you're coming from because I've definitely heard the same thing of like, I don't really see the point. We don't live in the same city. Okay. If it doesn't feel forced and it's fun and you enjoy talking to the person, keep rolling with it. And you can take a weekend trip there and he can take a weekend trip here and then you guys can go meet somewhere else and then you can figure it out. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if I would even want to see someone long distance right now. I enjoyed it. You did. I loved it because it's like I can focus on me and what I want to do for work yeah. and play. And then at the end of the day, you have FaceTime. And you could, I mean, yes, you miss the person like crazy. 
I think I just like like having someone that I can talk to and visit whenever, but it not being super serious. Yeah. Which is like knowing if you're on the same page with someone. But I think if there's consistency there and it's being reciprocated, then you should, and it's easy, you should keep going with it. So we'll see. Okay. We're not going to jump to conclusions. I get myself like too excited too early on. Because it's refreshing. It's so fun. Like, you know when you, like, meet someone that you actually like again? Yeah. You meet someone and you're like, oh, my God, this feels good again. Then you want to, like, hold on to it. Right. But then I'm like, okay, if I met someone else, then I'd be the same way. And you're like, you're you're not, like, walking on eggshells, but you're in that early phase where you're like, I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah. I want him to think that I'm not this perfect little pretty girl. Yeah. And you you don't want to say something that's wrong to mess it up. But, like, really, you still need to continue to be authentic to yourself like you're not gonna fuck it up he likes you for you and you should just roll with it I don't think you should be deterred by long distance by any means yeah it's just kind of but it's also 60 days till summer so I'm gonna need you to stay single thank you for doing it for the team oh you're fine I I will definitely (laughs) stay single I am jumping the gun with this conversation even (laughs) sorry I'm sorry I'm like I've met him twice it was actually me me, not you (laughs) I just yeah. wanted that for you. I don't know. I, I just love having crushes. Like, crushes are just so fun. Yeah, but it's also fun to have, like, one crush. Crush, yeah. Like it's just, like, new and cares about you. Yeah, and it's, like, when it's, like, a new crush, it's, like, fun ex- and exciting in the beginning. So you, like, start thinking everything, and you're, like, oh. It's, like, chill the fuck out. Like, why are we in a hurry? Yeah. And where are we going? Because once we're in it, we're, like, why did I rush that? Yeah. Slow is good. Slow and steady wins the race. What's that quote that's like, don't rush something you want to love oh, forever? Oh, the idioms again. Don't ask me about idioms. I'm fucking them up. You said st- strong and steady wins the race. No, it's slow and steady. Oh, okay. I don't know. Let's wrap it up. Are you eating ice cream or sour cream? <laughs> Neither. What was that? Greek yogurt. Oh, okay. It's actually really good. I was like, with that was perfect bar. Ice cream, so good for you. I'm Stay eating Greek yogurt with oh. honey and perfect bar. That sounds phenomenal right now. Okay, let's wrap it up. We had a quick little episode today. We're going home for Easter. You're going to be gone for, oh my God. I know. You're going to be gone this weekend. I'm going to be gone next weekend. But I'm going to be in Scottsdale next weekend for a bachelorette party. It's my first bachelorette party ever. They're so much fun. I'm so excited. And it's all my college friends, so. Well, have fun. I hope I see Scott's still boyfriends. Yeah, I was like, I hope you see all of your boyfriends. The hockey guys are going to be there. I know. Oh, why am I so high? We'll see if I even meet up with them. So this is a short little episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at onedrink.in, and our TikTok is at onedrinkin. Thanks, guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I said.